Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Having twins? That is so exciting. But what about after the birth of your babies? It seems that often the focus shifts entirely to the new babies and the health of a new mother is overshadowed by their needs. She may go to the standard six-week postpartum checkup with her care provider and still feel like something is off. Or worse yet, she may experience pain and be told that this is normal after having a baby. I'm Katherine Dahl, a physical therapist specializing in women's health, and I'm here to talk about common postpartum problems that are not normal and can be fixed. This is Twin Talks. The ultrasound shows your baby to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge. Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble. You're not having any more, are you? At least you're not Octomom. If you're pregnant with twins or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. Well, welcome to Twin Talks, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Twin Talks is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting and new parents of twins. I'm your host, Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald. Have you heard about the Twin Talks Club? Our members get bonus content after each new show and special giveaways and discounts. Subscribe to our monthly Twin Talks newsletter and learn about the latest episodes available. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Twin Talks app, available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. Well, before we get started, let's introduce our panelists. And I'm also going to go over to Sunny, and she's going to tell us about our special program. Yeah, so there's different ways you guys can get involved in Twin Talks, besides just listening to the show. Of course, we love that you listen to the show, but if you actually want to become part of the show, we have some different segments you can be part of. We have a, a segment called Twin Oops, where you can share your funny uh, twin stories of parenting your twins. Uh, we have a segment where you can share funny things people have said to you when you're out and about with your twins in public, and some of the maybe more inappropriate stuff that you've heard. Um, you can ask our experts questions. You can send us emails about the show or you know different uh, episode ideas that you have. We are all about integrating you guys and making you part of the show. So if you want to do that, just head on over to our website at newmommymedia.com. You can click on the contact link link and you can send us an email or if you would like to actually submit for these segments and for us to use your voice on the show you can submit via our voicemail no one's going to pick up the phone when you call it it's going to go straight to voicemail that number is 619-866-4775 all right, and let's introduce ourselves. So, uh, Sunny? Yeah, so I am, I'm a twin mom, of course, um, but I also have two singletons. Um, my boys are my singletons. They're my oldest. I have a five-year-old and three-year-old. And then I have identical twin girls who are about 22 months right now. All right, okay. And on the phone with us, Brandy. Hi, I'm Brandy Wallace. I have two sets of twins. I have identical boys that are five, and I have fraternal boy-girl twins that just turned three. Two sets of twins is is a lot of stress on your body. So <laughs> I, I I can only imagine. I mean, I've got um, so my girls are six years old, and I have to say I I've known Brandy for a while. So our 
um, first her first set is the same age as my my only set, and then she went on to have her second set, and I had a singleton. So, um, and when I found out she had her second set of twins, and there, I'm like, oh my gosh, please, 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 let's not find another one in there for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. look at a headline today. So there was um, a story that came to the New York Times just a few days ago. And um, since we're, we're talking about postpartum health, um, this, this stood out to me. Now, in, in China, there there is a long-standing practice that goes back, I don't know, hundreds, thousands of years, <laughs> where, where women um, go into what's called confinement. So basically, after they, they give birth, um, they would usually stay in their home. They don't go out. Um, they have to stay warm. They have to eat special foods. And so this has been going on, for, you know, age old time. So now I, I was just reading in, in the Times that there is a new fancy alternative to staying at home and being confined, but it is um, a luxury version of the confinement. And if you're willing to spend more than $900 a day, so for 38, that's something like $27,000, you can be pampered. And and apparently um, the women get, I mean, have chefs that that feed them, you know, these special diets that are, you know, help their breastfeeding and, and bring back you know, the, the blood and, of course, in the Chinese medicine, the qi, um, they have um, special kinds of physical therapy and massages and acupuncture. And then um, and now I got to say probably the best part that I like is they have nurses that are just devoted to the babies. So the mother doesn't have to lift a finger. I mean, so the nurses, <laughs> they, you know, diaper the baby, change the baby. They, you know, wash. They do all that. And it's like, OK, it's time to breastfeed. OK, here you go. Like, yeah. you get comfortable. <laughs> I would love to know what you would do, like, if if you came in with twins, would it be $900 a day? Or would they be like, you know what? We can't really give you a two for one. So, you know, we have to tack on an extra, whatever, 450 bucks. So. I'm sorry. I'm wondering if they have a scholarship program. <laughs> right. I know, because that would be, I mean, twice for you. I, mean, I yeah. know, right? That's, I mean, that's something, you know, yeah, I'd we be, have to I'd save be, I'd be willing to consider another pregnancy if I didn't have to lift a finger and can just lie around and be pampered. <laughs> Actually, I'd consider that now. Do they, do they, do they cater to older postpartum like three years out I know exactly when does that confinement period end yeah, like, really. yeah I'm still postpartum sure <laughs> no I love that I love that another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, 
Well, we're here today with Katherine Dahl, who's here to talk about common postpartum problems that might go undiagnosed. Thanks for joining us, Katherine. Yeah, I'm really glad to be here. Your observations, I mean, what, what do you know about, you know, typical postpartum checkups? What do they cover in the range of, you know, postpartum problems? What are they covering and not covering? Yeah, so um, since I'm a physical therapist and not a, not a maternity care provider, I don't want to give it something, some misinformation, but I the only... Uh, appointments that I've really attended are my own postpartum checkups, but kind of in general, uh, maternity care providers are mostly concerned about the function of the organ systems involved in childbearing. So they're going to ask about postpartum bleeding and about scar healing and about pain in these specific areas. Um, And then uh, they'll ask about breastfeeding if a woman's breastfeeding and about mental health issues, energy level, nutrition, and other general questions about function and health. And they'll check on vital signs and the function of the various organ systems. And so so it sounds like they're covering really just more of the internal organs, but maybe not looking at things from more of a, you know, structural structural or more anatomical. I don't know if that's the correct right, word, you right. know, a, a, you know, look at it. Um, so so in, in your field, you know, what I mean, how about those types of, um, you know, conditions that many women experience after giving birth? So how are they? I mean, if, if, if a woman says, well, I'm feeling pain in my you know, pelvis or, you know, the, it just, I just feel like the muscles are tight or, you know, something that's sort of vague. I mean, how is that type of complaint usually addressed? Right. So, so that's kind of the difference in what physical therapists, physical therapists do is that we're specialists in movement system problems. And so most maternity care providers aren't. And so that's, they're not asking about that or screening for that. So um, issues such as low back pain or urinary incontinence, they're not necessarily routinely asked at the six week postpartum visit. And um, in the case of like painful intercourse, most women haven't returned to intercourse usually by Mm -hmm. six weeks, some Mm -hmm. have, Mm -hmm. but so they're just not, you know, it's not a topic that comes up. So, but in my experience, once care providers are educated on these things, then they kind of incorporate those questions. But also when women are able to recognize that a symptom that they're having isn't normal, it may be common, but it's not normal, then they're able to bring it up with their care provider at that visit and then advocate for whatever treatment they might need. And uh, I just wanted to say, since we were talking about China, talking about France, I don't know if you guys know, but in France, every postpartum woman gets 12 physical therapy visits as part of their standard postpartum care. Wow. And so it's it's on the radar of the maternity care system in France, but it's not really here. It's it's coming. It's getting better. But this is the type of thing that musculoskeletal issues really affect pregnancy and postpartum. And so that's why they get that care. And so, but women here can advocate for that care. Wow. Yes. And then, you know, I'm just wondering now, you know, especially for twin moms, I mean, you know, twin moms, we've, we've carried more babies, had more weight, maybe we've had more weight gain. Um, so there's just, just, the volume of change, I guess, right. <laughs> is, is yeah. greater than, than most, you know, most pregnancies. And so I think often throughout the pregnancies, we might experience more intensity of pain. And so I think sometimes afterwards, you know, we might have some sort of pain and we just don't know, is this normal? Is it not? Even if we've had singletons, you know, there's that sort of thing. Well, I, I'm, it feels more intense than what I remember. So um, how can twin moms, you know, kind of figure out, is this this a normal part of the, the postpartum recovery process or, you know, do they need additional help? 
Right. So obviously anyone who gives birth, whether it's vaginal or cesarean, um, has participated with um, in having stretching of the body tissues and um, an increased amount of stress on the body like you're talking about. And if there's any surgical procedures, a cesarean birth or any type of episiotomy or tearing or something like that, that's going to require some time for the tissue to heal, obviously. Um, And I think that a great rule of thumb is that your symptoms should gradually get better over time. Like every week, they should get better. And if they stay the same or if they get worse over time, that's a message that the stress on your body is higher than your body's level of resilience. And that's when you need some additional help in addressing the problems. Mm-hmm. And you know, and Brandy, since you're on the phone, I just wondering, you know, what was your experience in your postpartum follow-up? I mean, did you, you know, have any types of, you know, pain or discomfort and and feel like you needed to bring that up to your doctor? And, and you know, how did your, your healthcare provider respond to that? I did not have any pain or discomfort that I thought was unusual. Um, I had abdominal weakness, certainly. <laughs> had I known that 12 physical therapy visits were available to me, I probably would have taken advantage of that because I did have, I did have some, some back strain because, again, the lack of abdominal muscles. But I feel like that's different than what we're talking about right now. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's probably pretty common. And we'll, and we'll just get into that um, as far as, you know, so, so Catherine, maybe you can just you know, talk about what are the most common complaints that you see um, in your practice for women who've given birth? And, and, you know, you can just talk about, you know, each of the different complaints and, and what it might feel like, you know, symptom wise for each woman. Yeah, so um, one of the one of the common complaints that we um see in our practice is painful intercourse. And I would say that of the list that I'm going to, that we're going to talk about today, that's the only one that's really normal. Okay. (laughs) I would say that the others are common, but not normal. Okay. Painful intercourse is going to be normal because of the tenderness of the perineum after vaginal birth. Okay. And obviously the, you know, the tissues are really stretched. And so there can be issues with the skin of the perineum or also there can be some underlying muscle problems where the muscles might be too tight and that can cause some pain during intercourse. Um, and also not just with intercourse, but with um, insertion of tampons or GYN exams, anything like that. And is, is this going to be applying just for women who've had vaginal births or does this also apply for women who've, who've had um, cesarean as well? Um, I think it's going to be more common in women who have had vaginal births. Okay, so more more common. And then is it and and is the let's just say the pain is and you're talking about you know let's just say pain that extends beyond the six week period or is there sort of a or, period or, of time that's where it's not normal or pain that doesn't get better, like I said, with my rule of thumb. So if it's getting better, maybe it's going to be a little bit slower than six weeks, and that's okay. But as long as it's getting better, that's fine. But if it's not getting better or if it's really interfering with your function then I think that's time to have it looked at. So Okay. And that's something that um, is is really can be addressed in physical therapy. I mean you mentioned that in, in France it's become standard. Are there are are there treatments in physical therapy for that type of a condition or is it primarily through um, you know, OB or midwife? Um, yeah, so it kind of depends on the underlying problem. Sometimes um, pain is caused by a, a scar that hasn't been healing well, and sometimes that needs medical attention, and sometimes it needs physical therapy. And so the physical therapist can recognize whether that needs medical attention, and usually the care provider can will know also as well which path is it needs to be taken to heal that. So 
Okay. And and what are some of the other uh, complaints that you see? Um, so another uh, really common complaint that we see is stress urinary incontinence. And women, of course, can have that during pregnancy or postpartum. Um, and stress urinary incontinence is when you leak urine in situations where you have an increase in intra-abdominal pressure. And so, for example, that would be like coughing or sneezing, lift, uh, lifting, yes. Yes. sudden movement. <laughs> you go, oh, I reached for something and oops. And then also with exercising and running, which most women aren't running, you know, right. We're not but as you, yeah, as you go farther along postpartum, um, any leakage with any type of intense exercise, once again, common, not normal. So. Okay. And so, because I mean, no, I, I'll just say, okay, so here's my sort of, in, yeah, in the embarrassing postpartum, I do remember those, those few times of, yes, like, you know, coughing really hard and I'm like, okay, I think I just, you know, had a little wetness. I'm like, okay. And this was, you know, maybe a month after giving birth. And, you know, I wasn't worried about it, but just it was a little bit more the embarrassment. Like, okay, I've read about this. (laughs) So, yeah, I I don't know if, you know, really women really talk about it, you know, that much, even even among friends. Women don't talk about it, but they joke about it. Like yes. It, in that, oh, you know, I'm like, no, this is not normal. <laughs> you know, this is something that can be addressed. So, so yeah, but once again, as long as it's improving and and um, not very serious, then then you could wait, but otherwise you'd want to get it addressed. Okay, no, good, soon, so. oh, good to know. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to look at some other common postpartum problems that should not be dismissed and go untreated. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, welcome back. Today we're talking with Catherine Dahl, who's uncovering some of the common postpartum problems that are often missed or dismissed in follow-up checkups. Um, we were just talking about some of the common complaints. Um, so maybe you can kind of tell us more of what you see in, in your office. Um, yeah. So another condition that we see um, in our office is poor recovery of the abdominal wall function or form. And so a lot of women maybe have heard of diastasis recti, which is a separation of the rectus abdominis muscles that run down the front of your belly. And so um, obviously the muscles of the abdominal wall are stretched during pregnancy and with with pregnancy with multiples, that's going to be stretched even more. Um, and so postpartum, that should gradually shrink and return to your pre-pregnancy size or pretty close to it. And But we have a sedentary society, you know, and we have... Um, our normal activities don't necessarily provide what we need to get those muscles back to their proper form and function. And so we do see uh, women who come in with issues with diastasis. Um, They're also diastasis and poor abdominal wall function are related to the next two things that we're going to talk about is which is low back uh, pain and pelvic organ prolapse and so I'll save those but all three of them are kind of related right now I know diastasis is is really big in fact we do have we did a whole episode just on diastasis yeah. because this yeah it's I, a hot I, topic <laughs> I hear about it just constantly within the, the the twin community and I think um Sunny I mean I think um you know when we talked about it I think you were kind of 
I don't say diagnosed on the spot. You didn't know you had it. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even know. And I didn't really know anything about it. I just knew that after I had my girls, I just felt the the, the best way I can explain it is that I felt like I had a little girl belly again. You know, when you're when you're a little girl and you kind of it like kind of sticks out a little bit. There's not a gut, right? It's just like a little round belly. And you kind of have the same thing like when you're like four months pregnant or something like that, you know, but I felt it, it, it was a totally different postpartum body than what I had after my single babies and I was like what is this and then when we did the episode I was like oh my goodness it has to be the case and then we looked afterwards and you know Cindy did her thing and she's like oh yeah da, da, da. and I'm like what I didn't even know I had this what is this but I've been trying to get that belly down ever since <laughs> I know and I think we, we, we heard a statistic somewhere that I mean it was like what 40 percent of all pregnancies or something just create end up with some form right. of Right. It's not just twins. It's yeah, not it's just not just twins. Twin right. Yeah. For right. Sure. yeah. It's yeah. very common and and I just want to make the point that um one of my mantras is it's not what you have, it's how you use it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, even if you do have some separation, if you're not having any symptoms, if you're not having any incontinence or back pain or anything, that that may be fine and your body can can deal with that. And so but everybody is different and so it's kind of a different point about whether you need to seek treatment or not for it. So everybody's different, I guess, is what I'm saying. So Yes. Now, I know you mentioned, so so the, the abdominal wall, and then that's kind of also tied into kind of the low back pain and, and pelvic girdle pain as well. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's the next thing that we see is um, we see a lot of low back and pelvic girdle pain. Pelvic girdle pain um, includes pain in your sacroiliac joints, which, which are kind of at the back on the sides of your sacrum. And also, you can have pain at your pubic symphysis, which is that cartilage in between your two pubic bones in the front. Um, and often those go together. And um, once again, it's common but not normal. And especially during pregnancy as well, a lot of care providers may not diagnose it because they say, oh, yeah, every woman has back pain during pregnancy. And it's absolutely <laughs> not true. It's absolutely oh, not true. And, it, and just like some of the, many of these other conditions, it indicates an underlying problem with your movement function. And so um, it's something that should be addressed as soon as you notice that it's a problem. So mm-hmm. just because it's common, it's not normal once again. So that's good. Now, now Brandy, now you'd mentioned that um, you had kind of the, you know, issues with your abdominals and, and back pain. So I'm curious then, um, d- did you end up getting any treatment for that? I mean, in either one of your pregnancies? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I, I'm just motoring along, taking care of my poor kids. Um, I just, I remember thinking, well, gee, before the first pregnancy, I had been working out with a personal trainer. I was in much better shape than I was after having a set of twins and I'm getting near their second birthday. So I thought, well, I guess this is just something that yeah, I just have to deal with. I literally could not sit up in bed oh. after delivering them. It was, I, I couldn't sit up. I couldn't get up to take care of them. I had to sort of roll over so like I was pregnant and prop myself up to get out of bed um, for a while. And even now, my shape is still one of a woman that might be expecting. <laughs> my body, my body likes that form apparently because I haven't gained a lot of weight. It's just my shape is altogether different, and it's all just right there in my abdomen. Wow! Wow! So, so I guess you know, you know that at some level you could benefit from some some PT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
on a lot of levels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all, all of us could. I will confess, yeah. <laughs> I haven't really done the postpartum rehab that I should have done from my singleton. So. <laughs> well, who has the time? I mean, that's I think that's, yeah, that's the it, biggest it really, thing. It's and, you know, very hard. Yeah. yeah for, for us, the moms of twins, we're like, okay, we're, you know, we're, we're feeding them and we're doing this. And, you know, and and I'll say from, from my experience, too, um, I mean, I, I did have, um, you know, PT um on my with my twins but then on my singleton I didn't have as much help in regular childcare so I so I I, I feel for you Brandy <laughs> well and I I want to say too I feel like it was sort of, it's sort of a when you have twins it's sort of a kick you while you're down kind of thing because not only did you carry them and for me I carried all four of them full term and I had four vaginal deliveries so yay on all those marks but then you suffer the consequences on the backside which is now I have to carry these two children and I have no abdominal muscles and I have no back strength and I'm, my back was going out because I couldn't take care of just lifting the double the car seats and all you know you know it's, it's a lot right yeah it's it's tough um, now I wanted to catch I think we've got one last uh, sort of complaint that you see I didn't want to miss that because I think that's Important. Yeah, so the last one that we see is a pelvic organ prolapse, and that's a when your organs are um, situated a little lower than normal in your pelvis. And this actually is a condition that's routinely checked for by your care provider. So I would say out of all of those that for sure they're checking that. Um, if if it's missed by your care provider, a woman might feel um, sensations of vaginal bulging or pelvic pressure. And those are normal after giving birth and after being pregnant for a long time. And so that's another one that I would say, as long as it's gradually improving every week, you know, and it doesn't go on too long, then that's probably normal healing versus something that should, that should be addressed. But if it continues or if it's very severe, or even if you're concerned about it, have somebody check out, check it out. So, And is this kind of just the result of like that maybe the, the uterus is, I mean, when it's still contracting and it's just sort of maybe in a different place than where it was or, you know, things um, that have, trying to settle back to the original pre-pregnancy form? Not, or? not really. Um, it kind of is it's usually a sign that there's some underlying movement dysfunction. Like I said, usually it's a sign that women have a habit of bearing down instead of lifting up with, with, with their abdomen and their pelvic floor. And so um, as that goes on over time, the organs kind of just move lower and lower and lower in the pelvis. It can also be affected by um, pushing for a really long time during the second stage. Um, so, but often there's an underlying contribution to that but then kind of giving birth is the straw that broke the camel's back as it were so oh. <laughs> so yes. like like most things so. <laughs> yeah now you know for for all these conditions that we were just talking about so so how are twin moms more susceptible compared to you know women who just had singletons I mean are, do you, is it a more intense you know you know condition or more pain or you know how does yeah that so just like just exactly what Brandy just said that she had you know increased weight gain and there's an increased load on her uterus and also on her musculoskeletal system right and on her abdominal wall so because of those things I would say that incontinence are, are might be more common abdominal wall weakness might be more common and uh, pelvic girdle pain or low back pain and also prolapse so just just for that reason she articulated that really well so um, and then I was also just going to say that um, twin moms are also more likely to have cesareans. And so then all, there's also the addition of the recovery from the cesarean surgery as well. Um, and then also, Brandy said, the increased childcare load of the physical demands of caring yes. for two babies. Oh, my gosh. It's twice the <laughs> twice the physical work. And then also um, uh, with moms with multiple pregnancies um, are more likely to be um, on high risk pregnancies and might be on bed rest or restricted activities. And so then there's going to be some deconditioning that goes on during pregnancy. And so that's another issue, issue that you need to address postpartum. So, 
Well, so now let's just say we, we find out that we, we need to get some therapy and we come see you. So so just in general, what does that treatment look like? I mean, is it all external, internal, kind of what length of time can it span? Yeah, it depends on it depends on what you're coming for. But like I said, a lot of these problems are related. Um, so uh, physical therapists um, examine muscles and motor function and uh, skin and things like that. And so we do that all over the body. And um, with pregnancy and postpartum, of course, we want to look at the pelvic floor because that has muscles and skin and organs and all sorts of things just like everywhere else. And so we um, examine the muscles I would say the big three are the abdominal wall, the pelvic floor, and the lower back, and actually the big four, because you have to do your hips, because the hips are really related to pelvic floor function. And so we examine the function of those four things. Um, If you're having painful intercourse, um, we'll examine your skin really carefully, and sometimes there's scar work that needs to be done or things like that. Um, Other than that, all, all of the other situations are usually caused by issues with muscle imbalance, like some muscles are too weak, some muscles are too strong and doing too much work. And so there's an imbalance um, of which muscle groups are doing which work. Um, Often there are postural issues. Um, Pregnant and postpartum moms tend to stand with really flat low backs, and that contributes to a lot of these problems. And so we work on posture. Um, And then also muscle strength issues, especially of the hips and sometimes of the pelvic floor. Um, And biomechanics is a big one. How are you lifting those babies? How are you sitting when you're breastfeeding? How are you um, getting in and out of the car? All of those things are um, really stressful on the body. And you can do them with good biomechanics and relieve the stress on the body. Or you can do them with poor biomechanics. And over time, that causes increased problems. So biomechanics is, is a big thing. So. So it could be, so it sounds like it could involve, you know, different forms of hands-on, you know, different type therapy mm-hmm. and exercises and then into the, the practical aspect of right, right. lifting babies and getting in out of cars, right. which right. we may not right. think about. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's our physical therapist's job to think about that stuff. So. Wow. Now, yeah. you know, I can yeah. say I, I had physical therapy, um, you know, for, for back issues actually before I was pregnant. And, you know, one of the things that did stay with me, as I remember, um, you know, my, my therapist came out to my car with yeah. me and I was you know she, and she had me sit in the car and it was a mm. it was a manual you know stick um, manual transmission and she you know had me show how I you know shift where my seat was and she said you know what no no, no you, you need to move your you know your seat back your legs you need to get your and so she had me get a pillow and repos- and you know I'm not kidding you just like that one thing made a yeah. significant difference yeah so yeah I, I mean, I just love the fact that, you know, you from, you know, your vantage point can say, wait, you know, this maybe this one repetitive thing that we do throughout right, the day right, is right. really affecting us. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. We're detectives in movement dysfunction. So we want to find out what's causing the symptoms and then fix that underlying problem. We want you to never come back to us. We want you to fix the problem. We never want to see <laughs> you again. In a good way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> now, you know, no, I, I have to ask this. and I'm thinking of Brandy right now. So is, is there any time limit? So after giving birth and in, in which you can, you know, do therapy I mean so yes yeah, so um, postpartum never ends once you've <laughs> given birth you've you're always postpartum and so the answer is no there's no you know, end limit to when these conditions can be addressed obviously the earlier the better but like we talked about especially newly postpartum you have to balance you know, going to these physical therapy visits and doing your exercises with the other needs of your family and your kids and all of that so there has to be a balance so but um, and but sometimes I mean usually 
women only come and seek treatment when they have symptoms. That's when all of us do it, right? Because it's interfering with our life enough that it's time for us to make that sacrifice and go get treatment, right? So, um, but ideally, you would treat the problems before they get severe enough that you actually need treatment, right? So, um, so like I said, in my perfect world, we'd be like France and everybody would get those visits, <laughs> right? And everybody would do that and there would be childcare there for you. You know what I mean? And it would it would be an integral part of, of postpartum care, standard postpartum care. But the other comment I wanted to make on that is that a lot of the conditions that we see postpartum, um, once I once I take my history with the patients, I realize that, oh, they did have some of these symptoms or warning signs during pregnancy, and they had some symptoms or warning signs before they got pregnant. And so mm-hmm. these issues aren't coming out of nowhere. They're really issues that were pre-existing, but now the stress of the birth has kind of put the woman's body over the edge, and now she has symptoms. Mm-hmm. So, so the earlier the better, meaning really early you know as oh, right. soon as you yeah and I and I know and I'll, know and I'll speak from problems. yeah experience that I yeah. think I did have physical therapy during my pregnancy with the twins and so I, I think that did help significantly just to lessen the um the pain after giving birth right, exactly <laughs> and I have that exact comment here yeah don't let them become postpartum issues yeah. address it during pregnancy because you'll, you might have a little more time then than you do postpartum so all right. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for joining us today. And um, be sure to visit our episode page on our website for more information about Catherine and her practice, as well as links to additional resources. And this conversation continues for members of our Twin Talks Club. After the show, Catherine will talk about the dreaded mom bod. And for more information about the Twin Talks Club, visit our website, newmommymedia.com. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at It is time for a segment on the show we like to call Twin Oops, and it's where you lovely twin parents write in and tell us about some of the funny stories that you've experienced with your twins. So this one comes from Cindy, and Cindy lives in Delaware. She says, when my twins were about four weeks old, I was home alone with them and my just-turned-two-year-old Connor. Everything that could possibly go wrong did in a matter of 15 minutes. Oh, been there, done that, right? First, Connor threw his oatmeal on the floor, getting it all over him and the cat in the process. I was trying to clean it up while listening to two babies cry. Then Colin starts spitting up everywhere, so I left the oatmeal and tried to clean him up. In the meantime, Connor throws a toy and hits Colin in the head, so he starts crying even louder. As all of this is going on, Kira starts to poop. It starts seeping out of our diaper and all over the bouncer. I take her upstairs to clean her up. After depositing Connor in his crib, debate whether or not just to throw out Kira's entire outfit because it was completely covered in poop, put her naked on a towel on the floor while I go to get a bag to put her outfit in. Come back to see that she has peed through the towel and onto our new carpet. (laughs) Later, when I'm done crying, I call my mom to laugh about it all. Because honestly, all you can do is laugh at that point. I figure things couldn't get much worse than that after 15 minutes. (laughs) Cindy, I love your story. Thanks so much for your honesty. And yeah, we've all been there, right? Especially those of us with twins. Plus, you have other siblings involved. And all I have to say is that which does not kill us makes us stronger. 
Well, that wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Twin Talks. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals, for expecting parents. Our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies. Parent Savers, it's your parenting resource on the go. And our newest show, Newbies, for new parents. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.